We hope you enjoy the following Playboy Radio production. Chances are you're going to love what you hear. Please go to playboyradio.com and become a member for more playmates, more shows, and exclusive extras. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Yo, man, you know who this is? This is Cheris B, Playboy Playmate. Come on in, girl. Hey, Ice. Attention, celebrities, rock stars, rappers, and badass athletes. Cheris B is here to save you from your own fake-ass interviews. Doesn't get fly to this. Hey everybody, it's Cheris B and Tom Robb, a.k.a. Hellboy. 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 I'm getting used to that now. Hellboy. I know, but I still got to say your name, too. Please do, Because yeah. like, people got to connect it for yeah. a little bit. And then you're just going to become the superhero Hellboy. Anyways, you're listening to the Backstage Pass uh, on Playboy Radio, and... Uh, God, you had a big weekend this weekend. It was uh, it was interesting. It depends whether you like award shows or not. Well, I know you said you don't. Well, not love from it. a working perspective. Well, actually, not even from a TV perspective. Okay, but. so no matter what, I always say there's people like so you're living somebody else's dream, obviously. So in some way, shape, or form, you've got to you've got to know that you're living somebody else's dream, and 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 I'm sure you do. At moments when you're away from it, appreciate it. Yeah, it, it was interesting. It's definitely a long, long weekend. You spend a lot of time uh, just to review. I do security, so we were helping a new client that was up for many awards. A very happening, yeah, big yeah, time, a list client. Yeah, and uh, really just helping out his uh, that person's uh, personal security. So you're doing the advance and showing up and just kind of figuring out what you're going to do for the next two days, and then. You know, what you see on TV is just a, a culmination of, you know, months and months. Well, you of said it's a few out. days, but I yeah. saw you getting in shape and really like <laughs> going like clean eating like two weeks before. Well, so because over the holidays, I couldn't fit into you my to fit into the, the your only suit, suit I like. <laughs> I like for award shows, so I was like uh, gluten free and training hard for a couple weeks. Well, to it make worked sure. out because you look great. I sucked it up. Yeah, it was hard to breathe and talk at the same time, but it, we were uh, able to make it work. So why don't you like it? Because it's like a false representation of what's really going on, and everybody no, in the a, world yeah. gets to see this beautiful production, but behind the scenes, it's just like a disaster. And well, what's the lots funny of thing? Uh, just to separate it, if you're doing a client, you're personal security, and you're with these people. You're doing the client. Well. When you're with the client, um, you look like 500 other people that are there that day. Have you day. ever done the client? Any client? And anyway, the Golden Globes <laughs> we're talking about, right? So This when, is Playboy Radio. I, I mean, come on. I got to ask. Uh, I got to try to... You know, I'm a, I'm a, boring, I'm a cheesy version yeah. of, of, you know, trying to get the real story here. I think here. when you're young, you actually think about that. And as you get older, you're like, just get me home. That's, that's too much work. My, yeah, I got to soak my feet. Yeah, <laughs> that's too much work. Exciting. Yeah, but sure. In the beginning, I'm sure there was a few movies in the 80s that the bodyguard hooked up with a client and it just rarely happens. So. Hence, hence the movie, The Bodyguard. Exactly. <laughs> and a couple others, too. A couple others, too. But. Um, that day, you uh, you're you're pretty much there, and you look like 700 other people in black suits that work for the venue. And so basically, I had 90% of the people are asking me where the bathroom is. 
you know, they think I work for the venue. So they're like, how do we get here and how do you get here? So they don't know like, your Hellboy. No, they don't. And we're just kind of mixing in. And your thing is not to stand out. So it's 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 actually we get to watch the show, but we have no interest in that point. You're kind of thinking, what's the next thing to do? What's the next place to go to? When you watch the show, this you watched this year. I did. I wa- I wa- I'm a huge. I actually love a, a watching award shows, not because I'm caught up in like the celebrity or anything like that. I actually love. I'm a. The only way to describe it is, I'm a fan of celebrity. Okay. I'm not. I'm not. So you're interested up. in the backstory I'm a little not, bit. Yes, of the people, I'm not so. caught up in celebrities. Like I don't care to know them, or I don't care. Like I'm not a Uber fan. Like there's nobody. I'm a big. I'm not a fan of anybody. Okay. But I'm interested in celebrities of all level, even people that would consider be considered D E F Z list celebrities, because I just want to know what makes them tick psychologically and how okay. they get to that point and why do people find them uh, interesting and. The, the charisma that they have to even gotten, even even if it's a 15 minutes of fame, like what what was it that got them there? I find that so intriguing. So Well, the good thing about this show is they let them drink. So you oh, actually you see, can tell. You, you see the pro- <laughs> process of a red carpet, just a few champagnes to. to I like how Ricky Gervais came out every time and his beer was yeah. like. Higher every time, but he seems a little bit more lit every time. Yeah. What was your impression on him as far as, I mean, it was pretty aggressive. And, um, and his, people seem to love it, but then there's a lot my, of backlash. My impression of it was I love that it felt very authentic and real because I think that in real people's lives, they are. They curse. They talk shit about things and whatever. But at the same time... It's like I uh, the one point that I felt like it was a little bit of a disgrace was they panned to Jane Fonda and some of the older uh, they're not getting the older, you know, it's like they got it. But it's just it wasn't the right time or place. And it was kind of, you know. Uh, th- I mean, this was their a big. Their, it's a big moment. Yeah. It's a big moment for them. And when you're making kind of like a, a funny, tasteless joke that is, it's funny. Yeah. But then at the same time, two seconds later, you're naming whoever won. Right. I don't know. Like I would feel like it could, would would kind of take away from my like big moment. Well, so. there was a discomfort level of the whole. Uh, who, who, oh, Mel Gibson thing. Everybody was uncomfortable. Well, I don't like curious. how they had to bleep everything out. Yeah. I wanted to hear what they were saying. Yeah, we got to hear everything. Um, yeah, it, it's really interesting. It's really funny, the segregation that goes on or the separation. They have all the higher stars, like in the first few tables, and then the, the B and C. And then all of a sudden there's a second level, and that's where the TV stars are. So the TV stars are at the back of the hall. Who was like it that was Gaga making a to, joke? It was uh, like no, Jamie Rick- Foxx or somebody yeah. made the joke that if you're in the front, that's where all the people in the back, Absolutely. you need to like get it together yeah. because you're not in the you know right place. You well, need to be sitting up well, front. Well, they didn't tell you like radio hosts are in a porta potty in the parking lot in the back. So <laughs> of it, course. It, we, you want to work your way up just to be TV, TV. We're, we're, su- we're supposed to be just heard and not seen. But I, I think if we keep at this, we're going to be really seen and heard, don't you think? Well, hopefully. I think we got point. something going on here. I love being here. I love it, too. Um, I did want to address just the way the post-Paris thing was. So the security there, not to bore anybody too much, was crazy. I mean, the amount of police dogs 
uh, SWAT, everything. So I think there was a sense of people being at ease. Once they got in, it was almost like a TSA line at the airport. You're somewhat pissed of how long it takes to get in there. And once you're in there, there's so many police and security. So it was more this year Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Now, everything's going to be like that post-Paris. You just No one's going to promote or s- uh, set up an event unless they're guaranteed or feel as though they're guaranteed. Because that was just so unexpected. That was just, you know, now you see that they're just, if you can't go big, not that, what's the name of the club in Paris? You uh, know. Bataclan. Bataclan. Not that that's not big, but that's not what the public is expecting they're expecting airports and they're expecting larger you know venues so now that it's come down to um you know a smaller capacity of people now it 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 adds a whole nother kind of worry and threat level to where they could potentially be uh, well if you represent a band at any level that's something you're going to have to do and and demand on your side when you go to the promoter is that there is the safety uh, set up and and listen bands are thinking about it before they tour is there uh, is there safety guaranteed and are is there a comfort level now the the massive arenas such as the uh, the one um that was set up in uh the bombings outside of paris the reason they didn't get in was because the security and the bomb uh, dogs and all that were so aggressive they couldn't get back. So what they do is look for an easier target, and that's what happened that time. So they. But now that's open to anything. Actually, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I mean, what's the? Do you know the actual capacity at Bataclan? And yeah, twelve hundred. That's nothing. No, this is like a hustle blues. Yeah, that's nothing. That no. means like anything's fair game. And at it's this point. Co- you know, and it's a lot of cost for people. So now bands have to decide whether they can afford to even do these smaller shows because once you're paying the security bill and it's done and you're guaranteeing the safety of of your but don't fans you think it's the venue's uh job for no, it that is. security well, it's rather the promoter than that has to decide whether it's worth his value to to do the smaller shows the bigger ones pay for themselves but right. the smaller ones it's a somewhat of a situation um, right what's the craziest thing you've ever caught on somebody's person that you said, why? I mean, is it just like a big knife or, to, I mean, what it, what it, what <laughs> I you... personally don't do it, but yeah, you know, slipknot shows and people end up either bringing props that look like machetes and things like that can be used as a machete. So, sure, especially over in Europe and Russia, there, and, you know, spikes were. Yeah, and everyone from knife. Slipknot is like, they're, they're all like different characters and they're all like go by a number. They're not any. I've always said that Slipknot is the smartest band in the world because at the end of the day, when you take off your, your yeah. mask, you are a regular person in the world. Do you even know what number three? Just so everybody listening knows, Slipknot, the band, has about what, 10 members? I or so, the, nine more, or 10, yeah. Right, nine or 10 members. And each member uh, goes by a number and they all have, so it's like, I'm number three and I. They look like, I don't, just something yeah, from a horror movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I just said, you know, geez, that's the, that's pretty ingenious to like make that up because when they take off that whole get up, it could be Joe Schmo walking down and the street and they live. They can walk through yes. the crowd after a show most of the times. Now, obviously, now they're somewhat right. known by right. their fans and they do other projects without their masks. And right. It's a little bit different. We had a situation where uh, in Do- in Donington we were missing our drummer for Metallica. He couldn't make it in, and there was a contest to get the drummers who could play Metallica music. And it was a massive festival, so these people were, were frightened that we can't do the show. So long story short, Joey, uh, the drummer for Slipknot, ended up coming out, 
and there was a great debate whether he should wear his makeup or not because even though a lot of people knew who he was, so he came out in makeup, full makeup, just to, you know, step in for the band. It was... That's kind of cool. No, I would, really, I would got, first, when you said that, there. I would think no, but then when you say that, it lets people know, like, kind of who, well, who he it was is interesting question, there what the was, hell is this guy doing? There was amazing bands opening at the time, and it was a drum, it was a drum off to see who could play, and, and there was a... It was really hot out in a tiny trailer and literally a line of these well-known drummers going in. And then they come out five minutes later just covered in sweat. Like, Fuck. Did an unknown win? or No, did- it was Joey and Dave Lombard and a few other people okay. just to help get them through the show. So they all did a few okay. songs. And Joey basically was uh, in a, a Metallica cover band in high school. Well, so he knew the songs, but it was still one of the coolest events in Donington because... It was such a big deal not for them to have their drummer. Then we had this whole procession of people coming in and trying to try out. And everybody thinks they can do Metallica songs, but you're seeing these amazing drummers coming out. They're just covered in sweat like, I can't (laughs) fucking do this, man. It's crazy. So we finally did it. And he ended up getting more press, Joey, for doing that show. Because it was such, I think such it was about 85,000 yeah, 85, people. Such a big deal. Yeah. So are you relieved that this, this you know, weekend of Golden Globes is just done and over? Is it like a relief? Do you get to go to like really sleep now or what? Yeah, you know, for us, for me, it's, touring is what we love to do. We love the bands we work for. and, and So when, you'd rather go on tour than work yeah. a three-day event locally? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. But are you saying that when tour is over? <laughs> well, you wore out either way. But last night it was just, uh, or two, whenever we did it, it, was you get home and you just. So do you have to keep going to all the after parties and everything? Absolutely, yeah, oh. absolutely. I bet you get to see yeah, some yeah. really good shit. Well, we do <laughs> see that alcohol does work at the end of the night. So there's people being carried in. You know, they don't get to cut loose all the time. So after an award like this. They get carried in and put in their limos, and I'm sure they're not seen for a day or two. But um, it, it was a really cool, cool vibe. It was a good event. It's just when it's over, I think uh, you're ready for the next thing. After after the the show, you're 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 done. Yeah, chocolate glazed donut and ice and Vicodin. Yeah, yeah. that gets you through it. Wow, that yeah. sounds like fun. Yeah, it is. That's <laughs> called a Friday night. Jeez, I want to hang out with you on a Friday night. A Vicodin and chocolate donut and 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 wet water. Did you say ice uh, for oh, the just feet? Ice. Yeah, for the feet. So that's I could not use that, yeah. ice for my feet every day. Well. You know what? Coming up, we have a, a, a really exciting guest coming on, and it's Andrew, and I <laughs> am... I, wait, I'm, you're like, don't even try. I'm going to make a really good attempt at the last name. Briniarski. Yes! I yeah, did it. I did it. See? With a name like Cheris, and everybody just destroys it, it's like really important for me to really just... Try it I'm actually a huge, to, huge fan. I met him at a Metallica concert. I don't know if he knows that. We met backstage. I'm thinking so we he's got, looking he, like yeah, he, yeah. You he know knows what? it. I'm going to come off stock or weird on this guy because I've been a huge, huge fan, football fan. Movie, well, when so we bring him back in, I don't know in, if you're going to be involved to, in this conversation. I, I am. I'm gonna, you know I'm going to be involved. No, when I'm we come so back with that. Oh, were you enjoying that? Well, if you think that was good, you should go to playboyradio.com and hear what happens next. See you there. Playboyradio.com.